0: This is Bob's World. In 2013, it was the Lac-Megantic train disaster in Quebec. About a year ago, it was East Palestine, Ohio. Also about a year ago, I said, not again. I'm Bob Welch. That story coming up. It was about quarter past one, the morning of July 6, 2013, and the town of Lac-Megantic, Quebec had no idea what was to happen. In a flash, a train carrying 73 cars filled with crude oil crashed. It was at great speed due to being at a significant elevation mere minutes earlier. The crash triggered subsequent explosions as debris landed into things like propane tanks connected to local businesses. 47 people died. The engineer, conductor, and train dispatcher were later acquitted of 47 counts of criminal negligence causing death. The Transportation Safety Board of Canada, the regulator, identified multiple causes for the accident primarily leaving a train unattended on a main line, failure to set enough handbrakes, and a lack of a backup safety mechanism. That's leading me to my next thought. First, a train with cargo like that on board was 73 cars long because no regulation in North America says it needed to be less. Second, a train with that cargo was allowed to be tied down, which is the industry term for secured, while the crew went for some shut-eye before getting up the next morning, And taking the train the rest of its route across the state of Maine and then ultimately St. John, New Brunswick. Of course, that was not to be, but that was the plan. If you're following along the way I am, you're asking why a train with that kind of cargo could be 73 cars long and didn't need to have a second crew at the ready to continue the journey when the first crew turned it in, much like the baton in a relay race. Why am I spending all this time on an event that happened over a decade ago? Because something else happened last year, right around now, in fact, last year. The town, not Lac McAdda, Quebec, but East Palestine, Ohio, for which some parallels can be drawn with the ordinary people with lives permanently changed. It was different cargo, it was a different reason for such an environmental event, but this is an event nonetheless. And in the 10 years that passed between Lackmack Attic and East Palestine, nobody but nobody chose to make it a priority to adjust the freight railroad regulations in order to prevent another. And in that time, we had another. If a 73-car freight train sounded shockingly long for 2013, last year's freight derailment involved a freight train that was well over 100 cars long. There's a great Bloomberg article, which I'll refer you to, I don't need to share it here verbatim. A link will be provided in the notes today so you can see it if you so desire. The nub of it is the lingering questions from the people living in East Palestine, Ohio, residents who wonder what the ramifications are for what happened last year as the years go on for their children and grandchildren. Both lack and East Palestine could, I underline, could, have been prevented by running shorter trains, first of which due to the cargo, the second of which because... Do you think a 150-car freight train is a little too long if anyone wants to mitigate a risk of calamity? Because I do. I'm sure the freight railroads would say it would cost too much, cost too much to run more freight trains with shorter lengths, with more crew to run them. More crew to run them? I think we found our answer. And you had Lack Mechanic as an example for exclaiming, we'd better adjust what we do to help ensure something like this never happens again. They had their chance 10 years ago. They still have their chance now. Bob's World, Monday, February the 5th, 2024. I'm Bob Welch from my temporary field headquarters in central Massachusetts. I'll see you on the smartphone.